So this survey allows the team members to communicate to us their job satisfaction, how effective their manager communicates with them, do they feel they have access to relevant training and so on. We are then able to evaluate this information and welcome the feedback as it really allows us to grow and improve as managers, as owners and as a team. Hi, I'm Sarah Hazel from Flannery's Pharmacy in Forbes, New South Wales, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN Podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. Today we speak with Sarah Hazel, co-owner of Flannery's Pharmacy in Forbes, the 2019 Guild Pharmacy of the Year winner. Sarah provided a heartfelt and inspiring acceptance speech at the award ceremony in March at APP where she spoke of the pharmacy's vision and I quote, Our vision is to offer the highest level of pharmacy-capable people in our community. This complements our mission, which is to develop a knowledgeable, capable and caring team of experts to work with other healthcare professionals and community groups to provide improved health outcomes for our community. Our motto is putting the community back into community pharmacy, which reflects our focus on professional services and community involvement, end quote. I'm excited to chat with Sarah today about the pharmacy, the part it plays in the community and what's next for the team at Flannery's. Here's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining us today. Firstly, a huge congratulations to you and the team at Flannery's Pharmacy in Forbes on being announced the 2019 Guild Pharmacy of the Year. How was the news received in Forbes, not just by the staff who are obviously going to be really excited about it, but also the wider community? Oh, thanks, Daniel. We've received some amazing feedback from our community since winning the award. They're absolutely thrilled for us. Um, the most common feedback we have received is the award was very well deserved. So that's lovely for the team to hear. Um, a few weeks after APP, Flannery's look more like a florist than a pharmacy. <laughs> We've received many lovely cards from our customers, suppliers and the wider pharmacy community. So it's been really wonderful. I can concur that it is a very well-deserved award. How does winning an award like that energise you and the team? Oh, the award most definitely gives, gives us the encouragement that we're heading in the right direction. And yes, it does energise us too. Um, I know I was also inspired hearing the great things the other pharmacies are doing whilst I was at APP. Uh, there is definitely more we can do to further improve the services in our pharmacy. And we look forward to the future opportunities where we can do this. Now, I can concur that there was lots of great people and lots of awesome ideas to connect with at APP. Now, Flannery's Pharmacy is obviously an integral part of the Forbes and surrounding community, and the pharmacy has been established for 60 years. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the pharmacy and how it has developed and changed over time? Oh, sure, Daniel. So the pharmacy was started by Ron Flannery, Michael's father, around 63 years ago. Sadly, Ron suddenly passed away and Michael took over the running of the pharmacy when he was still quite young. Uh, Tanya Dwyer was a partner for around eight years with Michael in the early 2000s and then I became a partner in 2007. 
Flannery's Pharmacy has always had a focus on professional services and community involvement. And Michael's dad, Ron, was the most wonderful man and the Forbes community respected Ron immensely. I'd like to think that the values Ron instilled in Flannery's Pharmacy 60 years ago are still present in the pharmacy today. Our values are focused around the term pharmacy care, um, which for us encapsulates what our patients expect to receive when they visit our pharmacy each and every time. So I'd like to think we have kept the history of what Ron started all those years ago, along with innovating to keep up with the fast-paced pharmacy industry. Um, An example of this is the recent installation of our Webster robot and also the fact that we now have four consult rooms in the pharmacy. Now, it's obvious that you have a wonderful team at Flannery's and during your acceptance speech at APP, you spoke about how the award was testament to their passion and commitment. What is your approach and attitude in fostering such a great team? Yes, we do have the most wonderful team at Flannery's. I think regular communication with our team is crucial to ensure they understand our vision and direction. So when setting goals or implementing change in the pharmacy, our team are then engaged to deliver as they understand the reasons why. So in regards to the team over the years, we've also worked very hard to ensure we have the right people in the right roles. And also with communicating to the team, it's also very important that that communication goes both ways in that the team are comfortable communicating with us any ideas or concerns they may have. And at Flannery's, our team can do this informally just by having a chat um, during their performance appraisal or in the annual online survey, which we call the Have Your Say survey. So this survey allows the team members to communicate to us their job satisfaction, how effective their manager communicates with them, do they feel they have access to relevant training and so on. Um, We are then able to evaluate this information and welcome the feedback as it really allows us to grow and improve um, as managers, as owners and as a team. I also think regular positive feedback is very important um, in harnessing a an engaged team. And at Flannery's, we also provide for financial rewards to the team. We, we reward the team for reaching their KPIs for longevity, so at five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years and so on. Uh, we also in, invest in training and development for the team. And an example of this is the Life Pharmacy Group Cadetship Program. So part of our approach also in the Life Pharmacy Group has been to further develop those in our team who we consider to be rising stars. So they may be a retail member, um, retail team member with retail manager potential, or it may be a pharmacist with partnership potential. And the succession planning and ensuring many team members are trained in different roles is really also very important for team engagement. The cadetship sounds interesting, sounds obviously beneficial to both the business and early career pharmacists and and retail managers. I believe you were the first to receive the scholarship at Flannery's. Can you tell us a little bit about the program, go into some more detail for us and, and how it works? Yes, sure. Yes, that's correct, Daniel. I was the guinea pig some 21 years ago. Um, So, the Life Pharmacy Group offers a cadetship program to students most commonly from the Central West New South Wales 
area, um, but not necessarily only this area, who wish to embark on a career in pharmacy. So we offer the cadetship to students at any stage in their degree, so it doesn't necessarily need to be committed to in their first year. Um, what we require them to do is complete their pharmacy degree, obviously, their intern year and their first year as a pharmacist within a, a life pharmacy group store. And what we provide students is with, we provide them with financial support, um, professional development and career opportunities. So it's been a really successful program over the years. And I'm, I'm proud to say that many of our cadets have actually stayed within the life pharmacy group long after their first year registered, which is which is really great. It does provide a great return on investment. It's obviously not the only reason that you are part of a cadetship program, but if it actually helps build your business long-term, then that is a great return on investment. Now, what about mentors? How important do you think it is to find a good mentor or even a few mentors, both from your own perspective as a as a business owner or even when you were an early career pharmacist yourself? Yes, sure. I I believe it is very important to surround yourself with positive and inspiring role models, especially early in your pharmacy career. I personally have been very lucky to have had the support of wonderful mentors in the Life Pharmacy Group over the years. And also, you know, let's be honest, at times our roles as pharmacists, managers and owners can become quite challenging and stressful. And for me personally, there's been 20, plenty of times in my career where I felt overwhelmed um, with my role as a pharmacy owner, owner, but also combining that to my role as a mum of three little boys and I most of the time I've actually probably brought it on myself by taking on too much. Um, I've been told before that I, I probably need to learn to say no more often but it's at times like this which will happen in your career that you need someone to talk to, someone to offer, offload a little, seek advice and support and it's great to find mentors um to be able to share these times with. And I've been very fortunate in my career to have support of many fantastic mentors, including my business partners in the Life Pharmacy Group. Um, Michael Flannery, Simon Blacker and Paul Jones have been fantastic support to me professionally. So I'm, I'm very lucky to have had wonderful mentors. Now, you said earlier that you left APP with the view that there is so much more that we can achieve in community pharmacy. And I've heard you mention in the past that you have great confidence in the future of community pharmacy. And this is certainly reflected in the way your pharmacy has transformed in recent years to become a health and community hub. What prompted that transformation and pathway? And what has that process and experience been like so far for you? A few years ago, we started discussing the refit of Flannery's Pharmacy and we, and we decided with the professional services that we provide now and the professional services we'd like to provide in the future that we actually needed more than two consult rooms. So, we actually have a very large floor space at Flannery's. So, we had the luxury to be able to include three consult rooms and a community room in our refit. And these rooms are necessary for our business because we actually have quite a shortage of GPs in the Forbes area and many patients come to our pharmacy as their first 
contact for all their healthcare needs. So we really needed the space to be able to have these consultations in a private area. So we've got the two consult rooms that our pharmacist interns and nurses um, commonly use, but we also have the third consult room, which is used by other health professionals. Um, we have visiting podiatrists, physios, audiometrists, just to name a few. Um, and this health hub concept has been very successful and it was developed as a need in our community to invite more health professionals to come in to the pharmacy to provide our Forbes community with more access to those health professionals. And it's been great to build the rapport um, and the networks with the other health professionals. And we also refer to each other, which has been wonderful. We also, in, a, in the de developing our um, pharmacy, we've also got a community room. And the idea for that um, was developed after listening to the needs of families in our area. So many family fa farming families may have to travel up to an hour to come into town and we wanted to provide them with a place where they can come and comfortably feed and change their babies and, you know, get a little health advice while they visit. So the community have been really supportive of the services we provide through our pharmacy. The podiatrist is always booked out months in advance our pharmacists use the rooms all the time for meds checks, vaccinations, leave certificates and looking looking at rashes or in, in patients' ears, for example. We also have an RN, Rachel, working at Flannery's four days a week and Rachel's building up a great um, wound care service and home health care business and she also recently competed her nurse immuniser course so we're able to now provide off-site influenza clinics and also vaccinate children under 16 years of age at Flannery's. The idea um, for, for, for this is Rachel actually wanted to um, complete the immuniser course, but last year our doctor's surgeries couldn't keep up with the demand for influenza vaccination and many patients were having to wait well into winter before being immunised. So we, re we wanted to assist the surgeries to ensure Forbes residents Wishing to be vaccinated, we're able to receive that service within the recommended timeframes. So it's been very successful, Daniel, and our clinic rooms are very busy. Well, they sound extremely busy. And as you said, the consultation rooms are being used for both pharmacist-led therapies as well as external health providers like the podiatrist. This is a trend that we're seeing a lot of, particularly in successful pharmacies. How did you identify what services would be best suited to offer? And, and a little bit more maybe about how it's been received by the community. Do they know about it? Do they spread that word of mouth? Actually, since APP, a fair few people have asked me, so how did we go about finding the health professionals to consult in the pharmacy? And really, um, there's no clear answer for that. We've never actually advertised the use of the room. But this this side of our business has had just um, grown, really, with the contacts that we've already had. Um, we... We have, we've had the conversation with a lot of um, different health professionals to let them know that the, the room is available if they, if they wish to use it. And, you know, like you mentioned before, I think word of mouth in the area has also helped to build this side of our business. Um, it is still quite new for us as well because our refit has been completed for a bit over two years now. So we've been providing the, 
services of other health professionals in the pharmacy for probably about a year and a half. So it's still very new for us and it's definitely an area that we wish to develop further. So we're selective with who we align ourselves with and the benefit of a small community is that we're lucky in that we pretty much know everyone anyway. So the community are really appreciative of the services provided. As in many rural areas, there's a lack of health professionals in Forbes. Some of our health professionals who visit um, the pharmacy are actually from other towns. So we're increasing the health services that are available in Forbes and that's something we're really proud of. At APP, Flannery's Pharmacy was also awarded the category award for business management. Now, I don't want you to be modest here, Sarah, because winning an award like this means that you are somewhat better at business management than at least the other pharmacies that nominated, in theory anyway. As such, what is it that you think sets you apart from others in that business management area? As I said before, Daniel, at Flannery's, we're very lucky to surround ourselves with positive and inspiring people in the pharmacy industry. So we regularly utilise the services of Instago and Pharmacy Fusion to assist us with the business management side of pharmacy. And my business partner, Michael Flannery, has an amazing business brain. So I really can't claim the pat on the back here. Um, so the share, I also, I think part of our success in business management is the sharing of ideas we receive from the wider life pharmacy group, as well as the catalyst group, which we're part of. And I think this sharing of ideas really allows us to grow and improve. But in answer to your question, I suppose there are a couple of business management things that we do at Flannery's that seem to impress the judges. Uh, the first one is that we report to the team their weekly KPIs and they come out in the form of, uh, of graphs and include what the average retail sale was for the week, our life club activity, which is our loyalty card, what our professional goals are, including the number of um, Webster packs packed, how many meds checks did we perform, how many clin clinical interventions have we entered, along with um, the wages targets for the week. So there's more, that's just an example of a few things that come out um, on this, on the, on the KPI um, reporting on a weekly basis. So this comes out every Wednesday and it's a very useful tool for us to give us a snapshot of how each of the different areas of the pharmacy are performing. Um, the other the other thing is once a year we have a compulsory team meeting where we provide dinner for the team and show a PowerPoint presentation covering quite a lot of information. So we include an update on what's happening in the pharmacy industry we then discuss our vision, mission and values and ensure that they are still relevant for now and into, and into the future. We look at our results over the previous 12 months. Um, where did we perform well and what hasn't worked so well and why hasn't it worked so well? We then discuss our local opportunities and also um, potential threats. This then brings us to what our goals are for the coming 12 months and uh, for example, the current goals for Flannery's Pharmacy are really simple. Um, it's to grow our professional services and increase our involvement in the community. So the team then leave the meeting understanding the direction and goals of the business and they also have an understanding of what's happening in the pharmacy industry. So doing this on an annual basis has been very has been a very successful way for us to communicate 
with the team and include the team in the business. And I, I, you know, this find we find that by doing this, this leads to an engaged team. Well, speaking of an engaged team, engagement is obviously super important. But another important aspect of a team is that they're they're well oiled and enabled to help deliver all aspects of the pharmacy, including the management parts of the business. How do you? manage that as a business in terms of assigning roles and ensuring things get done? We are very fortunate to have the most wonderful team of people at Flannery's, which you've heard me say before. Um, most of them have been working at the pharmacy for over 10 years and some 20 years. So, we've got a great deal of experience there, which I think helps to helps that well oil team because of their experience. So, our team is led by Debbie Pryor as the business manager and Tracy Edwards as the pharmacist in charge. And they both do a fantastic job of looking after the day-to-day running of the pharmacy. I'd also like to think that we're good at sharing responsibilities and delegating different tasks to increase the knowledge and experience of our team and for them to feel included in the running of the business. The pharmacy is now well established as a health hub for the community and a great example of the ways in which community pharmacy can collaborate with other health professionals. You spoke about not really advertising those services too much, but has there been any other ways that you've connected with the wider health network over and above offering consultation rooms for people to come and provide services within the pharmacy? And I'm interested if you've met with any resistance or there's been any unforeseen challenges along the way? So, living in a small community town, um, you do have the benefit of knowing most people (laughs) and you're likely to have discussed mutual patients with other health professionals. So, we've connected with other health professionals really with the relationships that we've already developed with them. The team are also fantastic in suggesting other health professionals that may be able to utilise our clinic room. Um, As I said before, it's still all quite new for us. We're still, it's, there's still an area um, for growth um, with our health hub concept and we would like to increase this offer. So, it's just a matter of um, building those networks and having the conversation and really once once we built the room um, that therefore sparked a little bit of interest in health professionals in the community and the word of mouth through other health professionals that I go and consult out of Flannery's Pharmacy and it works really well. So, that's how we've been able to um, grow that side of the business but there's definitely still more we can do there, Daniel. It's a great segue to my next question, Sarah, in terms of more you can do because winning an award like you have, as we spoke about earlier, really energises the team. But importantly, it provides validation for all your hard work so far. But as I've said to a few of the category winners in previous episodes, successful people like yourself and your team rarely see winning an award as the end of a journey. As such, what ideas do you and the team have scribbled up on the big Flannery's whiteboard for future action? I, I do feel that there is still so much more we can do to improve the services provided through our pharmacy. We've referred to the Guild's Community Pharmacy 2025 vision quite 
quite frequently um, since it was released around six months ago. And of particular interest to us is the in-home care section in that. So we already have an RN on duty. We've got sufficient pharmacists at the moment and we also have a daily courier. So this is definitely an achievable goal for us to implement. Um, and I think it's also a need in our community to provide these services in patients' homes. So this is definitely something on the whiteboard as um, something we'd like to achieve at some stage this year. Along with this, I'd also like to increase the number of dose administration aids that we're providing um, with that because we've got our new Webster robot and continue to focus on the professional service side of the business, including our health hub offer. Um, I look forward to seeing what opportunities for pharmacists may arise in the seventh community pharmacy agreement next year. I'm very excited about the prospect of pharmacists prescribing as this is something I'd love to um, I'd love to do myself in the pharmacy. We've got the clinic rooms available to do that. And I think that it's definitely a need in our Forbes community due to the lack of GPs we have currently. Lots of exciting things for you and the team on the horizon. Sarah Hazel, co-proprietor at Flannery's Pharmacy Forbes. Thank you so much for finding some time in your busy schedule to share your journey and insights in winning the 2019 Guild Pharmacy of the Year. Thank you so much, Daniel. It's been my pleasure. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk about our pharmacy. Thanks again to Sarah for speaking with us today and providing us with insights into working in a rural location and how the pharmacy can be an integral part of the community. In fact, I suspect that Forbes would simply not be the same without the team at Flannery's. The Flannery's pharmacy team uncovered opportunities to provide their community with a holistic health destination and transform their business to maximise their potential. Now, the Guild also recognises the need for community pharmacies to embrace change to ensure long-term sustainability. The Guild CP2025 Framework for Change publication outlines nine growth pathways to help inform future business strategies, one of which is health services. If you would like more information about the framework and the nine growth pathways, visit guild.org.au forward slash CP2025. As we heard Sarah discuss, a good mentor can be just what is needed to help maximise your own potential and also a rewarding way to give back to the profession. The Guild Mentor platform is open to all levels of pharmacy industry to support personal and professional growth. If you are interested in participating, register today at guild.org.au forward slash resources forward slash guild hyphen mentor hyphen platform. Until next time, I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 20 of the PBCN podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.